just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. And they weren't babies caught up in their feelings. And they didn't have podcasts either. They played basketball. And they knew not to be jag bags for the most part. Bill Lane Beer, Dennis Rodman excluded. I had to be talked out of retirement by the commissioner. Fuck it. Adam Silver should have talked him into retiring. He should have begged him to retire to say, you know what? That sounds like a great idea because this league doesn't need you. This is the ZabeCast. From the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, to the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. You got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports, life, and more? Well, good. Buckle up, then. Let's go. Here we go. Tuesday, January 9, 2024. Thank you for downloading yours truly, El Baldo. And you today, that's it, just the two of us. I have so much stuff to talk about today, so let's get cracking with it. First and foremost, the NFL playoffs are set. Are you ready? And are you ready and are you prepared to get cocked? Peacocked, that is. Yes, uh, yes for the first time ever on Saturday night, if you don't have Peacock, as a paid streaming service, then guess what? You're not getting no Coke. This has triggered quite a few people. Huh, what? I got to pay for this? Yes, you do. You're going to have to pay for the Chiefs and the, and the uh, Dolphins on Saturday night on Peacock streaming. Of course, leave it to old fuddy-duddies like Mike Francesa to get the most agitated about it. Here he was ranting about this fact. Off exclusive, but you have to peacock playoff exclusive, but you have to pay for. <laughs> yes. How many people in America don't have cable TV? How many people in America don't have smart 
TV. How many people Smart. in America don't even know what streaming is, no less finding streaming or willing to pay an extra amount to get a playoff game? Well, you're going to have to learn how to stream, and if you don't want to pay, you need to go to somebody's house or borrow a password or go to a bar. Or, as Danny Noonan once famously said to Denunzio in Caddyshack, then you're not getting no Coke. This is a joke that the NFL would do this with their playoff product. It's bad enough they would do it with a regular season game on a Thursday night or do it with a regular season game on a Saturday. But to do it with a playoff game is the biggest slap in the face to their national fan base. People wait all year for these playoff games. (laughs) They love these playoff games. And you're going to now charge them extra for a playoff game? They don't give enough? Slap in the face? Thank you, sir. May I have another? They don't care the NFL. This is their way to keep leveraging into new revenue streams and new markets and new territories. The army that is the shield marches on. They don't care. Yeah, they're going to get a lower rating on Peacock than they would on network TV. And yes, it might be an actual barn burner of a game. Going to be freezing cold, by the way. Uh, predicted feels like temperature of about one degree, high of 14 in Kansas City, could be single digits by kickoff at night. But no, the NFL does not care. And I do love listening to how they're selling it, advertising-wise, they're positioning it on NBC, saying, and Saturday night, it's an exclusive. (laughs) Like, that's a good thing. Oh, exclusive. They use words that make it seem like it's good for you. Yes, you will get it on Peacock. Subscribe to Peacock. I, in fact, I don't even think they say subscribe because that is a bad word. Most consumers know. Wait, subscribe? You, you, you want money? By the way, subscribe to the Zabecast. You get five days of me a week, not just four. It's five bucks a month. And you get a month free if you sign up for a year. Cancel any time if you want to go month to month. I don't care. Thank you for subscribing. Oh, by the way. So, yeah, this is the way of the NFL now. It's just they're, they're going to keep leveraging this, and you're going to have to pay. Now, some people will, will subscribe for a month and then cancel. I don't know what it is for a month. I've accepted it as, well, it's another expense in life. Deal with it. Anyhow, the playoffs are set. Your super wild card weekend, as they call it now. Two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and then one more. Mm, one more, please. On Monday night, Browns, Texans, 4.30 Eastern time on Saturday. That'll be on NBC. The Texans are two-and-a-half-point home dogs. Uh, They're calling it the Deshaun Watson Bowl because of Deshaun Watson not going to play because he's obviously hurt and done for the year. But he will likely be in the building and on the sidelines. I heard people joking about should there, you know, should – Guys, should people fans wear towels around their waists or put towels over their shoulders? Will Deshaun Watson have a towel over his shoulder on the sidelines for the Browns? Man, the Texans, I'm so happy for them as a fan base and as a team because of the shit that they have gone through to be where they are now. They got a a bright young coach who's got the team vibrating in D'Amico Ryan's and a former player, and a guy who's super well-liked and looks great, super fit. as a, I, was, I always love young coaches that can still look awesome in athletic wear, which D'Amico Ryans can. And they got a quarterback in C.J. Stroud that I like everything about. My God, everything about this kid. Not just the way he throws the ball, his, he's such a cannon arm, and the way the ball flies out of his hand, amazing. But the humility and the... The way he leads is fantastic to watch. Talk about a, a, a bounce in the right direction for a Houston franchise that has been through a tunnel of shit, including the unfortunate Bill Bryan regime and the giving away players for nothing and spending draft picks you don't need to, one after another after another. Now they've got something cooking. So that's your first game, Browns-Texans. Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites, rested everybody on Sunday. Then the Chiefs and Dolphins go on Peacock at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Chiefs are minus 3.5. 
And then on Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday, triple header, the 1 o'clock game is Steelers at the Bills. The Bills pulled it out in Miami. Good for Josh Allen, who early on was just, bro, what are you doing? An electrifying 95-yard punt return and then a late to a pick was what sealed the deal. Bills are in as the AFC East champs, nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Steelers, who registered the third straight winning season under Mike Tomlin with a negative point differential for the year. So, in other words, teams outscored them this year, total, but they still had a winning record, and this year they're in the playoffs. Bills minus nine-and-a-half. That's a big number right there. And then the Cowboys and Packers from Jerry World, that's at – 4.30 Sunday afternoon, going to be amazing. Mike McCarthy against his former team. Some are speculating that the Packers, who fired McCarthy midseason when that year collapsed in 2017, 2018, that when they fired fired him then midseason, many people thought it was disrespectful for a guy who won them a Super Bowl. I said, you had to. They lost to a Cardinal team that was awful at home. And the team had pretty much flatlined. But they fired him then, and they could get him fired if they beat the Cowboys. Because you know Jarrah ain't going to sit put, ain't going to sit tight for much longer if old Bob's big boy can't win big playoff games. And the Cowboys currently seven and a half point favorites. That game is on Fox. By the way, Steelers Bills, of course, on CBS, your early game. And then the third A nightcap game on Sunday is Rams at Lions, the Matt Stafford return game to Detroit. The Lions are three-point favorites in this one. It'll be on NBC, Football Night in America. And here is a nugget about that game, which is amazing. The get-in price in Detroit is the most expensive get-in price, according to ticket resellers, in wildcard history. Get-in price is currently at $600 plus. The seats in Detroit are nearly double the cost of the rest of these wild card games. So they are geared up for the first Lions playoff game at home in a long, long time. And it's against Matt Stafford, the former face of the franchise. Uh, That line is Lions minus three. I think the Rams are going to be dangerous. They rested Stafford. They rested Cooper Cup. They did not rest Puka Nakua. He did set the rookie record for receiving yards. I said on Twitter, rookie records aren't records. Hashtag change my mind. We can have that debate another t- another time. But the Rams will be dangerous. They rested Kyron Williams as well. I mean, they're a wild card team, and they are a wild card team as well. Meaning, if the Rams get hot, look out, they could wreck some brackets. And then Monday night, the Eagles and the Buccaneers on ABC slash ESPN, your Monday night football game. Eagles are currently two-and-a-half-point road favorites as the wild card, despite their season just completely falling apart. Remember when the Eagles were 9-1 and one, and they beat the Chiefs and Nick Sirianni was seen screaming at Chiefs fans on his way out the stadium in the tunnel? Boy, they have just cratered ever since that point. Some would say they were never that good, that it was a house of cards. I, again, I'm going to apologize for the third time to Scott Lynn, who said, man, something's wrong with this team. And I'm like, just shut up. You've had a little bit of adversity. Relax. Well, I was the one that should have shut my mouth. This Eagles team is in some serious trouble. But they're favored. And there it is, your first weekend of football in super wild card weekend. The 2-3-1 two, 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 lineup of games. I... I like it. I wasn't wild when they expanded to seven teams. I'm like, oh, God, you're watering down the postseason even more. But now that it's here, that's a good splash of football. And the fact that they they push the Saturday games later by a couple hours gives you a chance to go do honeydew stuff, to get errands done, to maybe go to a indoor sporting event or something of that nature with your kids if you're a family man. And then you can hunker in and say, hello, couch. Let's watch some football. All right, national championship game was Monday night. It was too late for this podcast. I think Harbaugh is gone after this game, win, lose, or draw. I don't have a strong – I didn't have a strong lean going into the game itself. I'm just going to watch it and enjoy it. I was saddened to find out, though, that with all of the 
extra channels that they're having on the Megacast, they've done away with the so-called coaches clicker channel. Yeah. Or the or the film room, I guess they call it. The film room channel is no longer. This according to awfulannouncing.com. I used to love that one with just four or five coaches in the room speaking in these low-key, low-tone coach speak. Oh, no, yeah. No. Uh, cor- corner's pressing on that one. I, I'd want him to play a bit more soft on that. I, You know, uh, you teach these kids, but, boy, they just compete so hard. Right here. Right here. Okay, we'll get back again. If you are not a fan of that kind of nerdy stuff, then I would imagine the channel would have been very triggering to you because they show the play once – and then they are instantly into rewinding it multiple times to look at certain things. And you have to really listen. to used to have to listen really hard to understand exactly what they were saying because it was just such low-key coach speak. But apparently that's gone. Full recap tomorrow of the national championship game as my man Hatch, the Cincinnati Bearcat, will join me. He wants to talk about that game and plus the NFL, and we got to have a Packers-Cowboys bet, he and I, since he's a big Cowboy fan. This is the playoffs now, so let's go. On to Goody's gamble, which has paid off for the Green Bay Packers and GM Brian Gutekunst in spectacular fashion. It took a long time to come home. This was a long-run bet when on draft night during the pandemic, Without running it by Aaron Rodgers, the face of the franchise, Brian Gutekunst did not take a wide receiver in the latter part of the first round to help Rodgers and the Packers, who had just lost the year before in the NFC title game in San Francisco, got routed by a juggernaut Niner team. They uh, drafted instead. They moved up to draft Jordan Love, a little-known late first-round quarterback out of Utah State. And people were like, what? And Rodgers was not happy. Some would say that helped spur him to -to back-to-back MVP seasons. I say, nah, I think he was always trying as hard as he could. I think the COVID year got him going because it was the easiest year for good quarterbacks to operate given the fact there weren't crowds like normal in the NFL. So making audibles, adjustments, and shifts, especially for quarterbacks on the road, were was so much easier. So the good quarterbacks feasted statistically during the COVID year, and Rodgers made out better than anyone. And he had Devontae Adams, obviously. So Goody's gamble was, we need another quarterback. We're going to take a guy and let him sit and, and then develop him. And then when it's time, we'll bring him in. It'll be just like what we did with Rodgers overlapping the end of Favre. My stance at the time was, you know, what are the odds you're going to hit on another guy? Let's not pretend like that's the simple formula. Pick a guy, let him season, put him in, he's going to be great. So I was not really on board with the Goody Gamble when it happened. But boy, has it paid off. And thankfully, I did not issue any clown suit statements along the way about Jordan Love stinks, Jordan Love's never going to be any good, Jordan Love isn't special. Those takes are out there all over the place, and the receipts are coming in fast and furious, and I find it hilarious. I always was like, well, we'll see. I I think it could be good, but I don't know what they see in him. Obviously, the Packers got the DNA right on Jordan Love. One thing that made me really think the whole time was, how come Jordan Love is not leaking it via his agent to the usual sources that cover the NFL that he wants out, that he's tired of sitting. No offense to Rodgers, but guess what? I need to play. I'm a young man. My career, these years, I won't get back. My age 22, 23, 24 season, you can say, well, you're not getting hurt because you're not playing, so once you're ready to play, your career will just be longer on the back end. In theory, yes, but prime years are prime years. Never said a word. Never a peep. Nothing ever leaked out. And I'm like, huh, okay. This kid might be wired differently. And he does seem to be that way. He is not only supremely talented in what he does as a quarterback, he obviously has incredible processing skills because 
this year en route to 4,100 and some odd yards without a single 1,000-yard alpha receiver with a lot of young guys. Their entire receiver budget is $7.5 million. The additions of fifth-round pick Dontavion Wicks from Virginia and then third-round pick Jaden Reed from Michigan State, those two guys saved the season because they were electric factory wideouts when they got in. And Jordan Love was lighting them up like a pinball machine. Jordan Love is fluid. He makes great reads. He processes well. And just overall, Matt LaFleur said it best. He goes, he's about the right shit. Jordan Love is about the right shit. And that's the biggest question I think anyone might have about Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, what is he, what is he about? Is he about the right shit or the wrong shit? I get very skittish thinking about the fingernails and fuck Utah because it's so silly, petty, immature, unnecessary, insecure that I ask myself, what is what motivates this guy? And then the whole crying with his mom in the stands. I'm not saying don't draft him because of it, but it doesn't make me feel great. Jordan loves about that stuff. What a year for him. What a gamble, and it's paid off for Goody. Another thing about Goody that I have to say is that when the whole Rodgers thing was coming to a head this offseason, Goody did everything he could by the book. He actually flew out to California to try to meet up with Rodgers. As per Rodgers' wishes, he said, well, come on out and meet up with me. And Goody was out there doing scouting and other stuff, and so he went by Malibu to hang out and try to get connected with Rodgers. Rodgers blew him off because he was being a passive-aggressive dick which is his move. Then there was the whole issue about, well, I don't get good cell coverage in my mansion. Everyone knows you got to FaceTime me instead via Wi-Fi. Goody should have done that. So another way that he blew him off and was passive-aggressive about not being able to be reached. And then even up to the point where he comes out of the uh, the darkness retreat and says, you know, I, I was all ready to come back to the Packers, but then once I got out, I felt something had changed. What Goody did by playing it by the book, because he didn't have to go to those lengths, he took all of Aaron Rodgers' bullshit, it forced Rodgers to cook up a story that made Rodgers look stupid, not Gutekunst. And when the Jets were the one team that was the horniest to trade for Rodgers, Goody stood firm, didn't panic. He waited, he's like, not good enough, I want more. Not good enough, I want more. And it was, there was one point in which I thought, better not let the Jets walk away because I think they're the only ones really interested. And if they walk away, the Packers are fucked. Look at that salary cap number. Now, they had to burn off a lot of that dead cap money this year. They'll burn off the back half of it, of it next year. And then they're going to have money to spend. But guess what? If Goody keeps drafting like he is, you're not going to need the money. Go look at NFL or go look at Pro Football Reference com and look up their draft. It's a monster draft. Eight of their first 10 picks played 15 or more games this year. That's incredible and contributed. But how do you know about a quarterback? I don't think there's any one right answer. Whatever they saw in Jordan Love, whatever they figured out talking to him, interviewing his family, looking at on tape and projecting into Sunday football, boy, did they fucking nail it. And the final eight games for Jordan Love, 18 touchdown passes, one pick, a passer rating of 112.7. Incredible. Meanwhile, the Bears just don't know when to shut up. (laughs) Why do they do this to themselves all the time, or so it seems? After the game, Jaquan Brisker for the Bears said, I felt like we could have tightened up on the receivers a lot more than we did today. We gave them too much room and I really have no respect for them at all, just to be honest. Oh, really? Why no respect? Quote, no one's over there, no respect. They have no stars over there. (laughs) To which Aaron Jones, who usually is not this kind of a guy, took to social media to say, isn't it his job to cover them? Shouldn't have been an e- should have been an easy day at work, right? If we got no one over there, laughing emojis. Rent was due today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. 
Microphone's cutting out. That is a great line from Aaron Jones. Rent was due today. Earlier in the year. Here's a good one for you. Ready? This is from D-Tackle for the Bears' Justin Jones. Justin Jones said the following. Uh, Hold on a second. Where did I put this? Sorry, I got a million tabs open. Ooh, here we go. Fun fact, I was this year's old today when I learned something about a new setup I've got with my laptop. I went and bought at Costco an LG 34-inch super-wide curved monitor because I wanted to project extra real estate off of my laptop onto the monitor. Okay, great. So I hook it up via HDMI and I drag some windows up to that monitor above my laptop and I'm like, all right, look at this. I got the command center going. Unplug the laptop, fold it up, put it in the backpack, go to the studio, do the show Monday morning, come back, plug in the laptop again, and to my delight, what do I see? All the same windows that I had opened before popped right to life, right where they were. So in other words, and you're going to laugh at me, those of you who have been doing this for years, but for those who who have not, and I consider myself decently tech-savvy, Guess what? I never knew this. So in other words, if you've got a laptop and your screen is in front of you and then you add a screen and you drag things over to the other screen and then unplug, you won't see, like nothing gets reset. Your computer, at least my laptop did, my MacBook Pro, treated those extra extra windows on that extra screen that had been unplugged like, oh yeah, they're there, but we're not going to deal with them right now. (laughs) When you plug it in again, they'll still be waiting for you. I love it. God, I love it so much. Anyway, back to uh, D-Tackle, Justin Jones. Who? Right. Nobody knows this guy. Here's what he said before the season. Quote, obviously, Green Bay, you want to beat them as many times as you can just for the sake of the city. The Bears are 15 and 50 against the Packers since 1992. For the city of Chicago and Illinois in general, this rivalry here has been going on for a long time, and we're about to be on the other side of that now. Oh, you are, huh? We're going to be the ones to give the beat down. We're not getting beat by them anymore. It's going to be us from now on. So that's kind of how I see it, and it starts on Sunday. That was week one of the season. Can you guess how many tackles were made by Mr. Jones in week one? If you guessed zero, give yourself an attaboy. Do you know how many tackles he had in the season finale? One. Aaron Nagler, Cheesehead TV, says, I'm very proud of Justin. After all the shit he talked about Packer fans during the offseason and coming out of week one where he literally didn't register a single thing on the stat sheet, today he posted one tackle. Major improvement. (laughs) And then even more embarrassing, I guess, for Bear fans is the fact that TV guys are essentially simping for a quarterback the likes of Jordan Love. Here was, uh, let's see, here was the sports uh, roundtable on NBC Sports Chicago with Alex Brown, former Bear Alex Brown. Here you go. I I don't care if y'all mad at me or not. I want a quarterback like that. That's what I want. We don't have that. I want a quarterback like Green Bay has. I want a quarterback that can make these throws, pinpoint the damn football. That's what I want. I don't. Why Why do we always have to not have that? And if we don't get it, let's keep looking for it. But when we get that, then I think we'll be at a point where we can compete year in and year out on a playoff team. It's It's been said oh, a number of years, Green Bay's down years is 500. Our down years, we got the first pick. You know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Let's go get a damn quarterback. Let's go get one that can help us win. Like, Yeah. Maybe that guy is Caleb Williams. Maybe it's Drake May. Who knows? I believe Justin Fields made stride this year, strides this year, but I think he's QB too. 
I think he's going to be a good QB2 in the league for a long time. But I don't think he's QB1. Not now and not ever. Some other NFL nuggets out there. Shout out Lake Erie. For the first time in NFL history, all three Lake Erie teams, the Bills, the Browns, and the Lions, had made the playoffs in the same season. So that's new territory for the NFL playoffs. I mentioned the fact the get-in price for the Rams-Lions is soaring to $600. I told you that guys like Mike Francesca and Bellyache about, oh, I got to pay for Peacock. Guess what? The NFL doesn't care. They released the top, I forget how many TV shows from the past calendar year. I think it was the top 50 and all but one or two were NFL games. The other two, I think, were college football games. Montez Sweat. One good thing for the Bears, he became the first players in NFL history to leave two different teams to lead two different teams in sacks during the same season. He posted six and a half sacks for the Commanders before being traded and getting a new contract from the Bears, and he posted six as a Chicago Bear, so there is that. Coming up, Jameis Winston, too stupid to still be employed in the NFL. That's next. You're listening to the Zabecast. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. We're back. Arthur Smith is out in Atlanta. No shock there. And he was hot at the end of the game in which the Saints ran it up on the Falcons, 48-17. to Now, by run it up, I mean if you saw the end of the game, you saw it. <laughs> they were in victory formation, the kneel down at the one at the end of the game, and instead ran a running play for Jamal Williams, a very popular player on the team, to get a touchdown. Arthur Smith thought that Dennis Allen was being a punk, 
told him so unequivocally as they went to shake hands after the game. Dennis Allen tried to apologize. Arthur Smith was not having it. Well, I'd say that Dennis Allen has a pretty good excuse because one Jameis Winston, who was the quarterback in that time, admitted, oh no, they went rogue on their coach. But here's why he is too dumb to employ as a quarterback. He just doesn't get it. Take a listen. Well, I apologize to DA because the play was was victory. Uh, but I also explained to DA that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the a team morale, and I ask the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team, and and I understood from DA's perspective. So I I, I give him that. I get, I get it, but it was a team decision. Oh, the whole team, or just the players on offense in the huddle who decided to ignore the coach's direct order to take a fucking knee. Game's over. I don't care if you're at the one. I don't care how much you like Jamal. Guess what? Game's over. Take a knee. What do you guys want to do? I mean, tell me you don't know structured team sports without telling me you don't understand how structured team sports are supposed to work. Uh, DA didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, However, we decided as a team to do it, and, man, we got an team. interception to the one-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so if... if, if uh-huh. Yeah, great. Uh, Jameis's face is lighting up. He's all happy. Like, man, come on. If we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Right. You know, so... Uh, Tyron wasn't in on it, was he? <laughs> no, Tyron was not, not in <laughs> No, uh, But it was, it was, a, it was an mean, offensive I mean, team discussion. It. Uh, however, when you when you return the ball to the one yard line, and you have that opportunity, we just had that opportunity, and uh, and we decided. Yeah, there you go. It was as simple as that. What a moron! This is the same Jameis Winston, of course, who in college first got in trouble by having BB gun fights, ranging throughout the dorm areas at Florida State, reprimanded for that was kicked out of local Burger Kings because they were stealing sodas. I know that's small-time stuff in today's NIL world, but still, you shouldn't be doing that. Then he got suspended for a game because he famously stood on a lunch counter, lunch table at Florida State and screamed, fucker in the pussy. Sorry if you're listening with a kid right now. I should have given you a warning on that. This is an adult podcast, though, and it's labeled as such, by the way, explicit. That was a popular meme. Back in the day, fuck her in the pussy, which is generally where you do it, from what I've been told. Jameis did that. People heard it. They said, okay, you need to sit down and think about just how to behave as a guy who is under more scrutiny as the quarterback, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, national championship winning quarterback of the Florida State Seminoles. Dum dum. He also, of course, was under a serious investigation for sexual assault. That was very ugly and very much right up on the edge of, I don't know, from all the evidence I hear, it sounded like it was a criminal act that was committed, but ultimately, he never faced charges for it, so it walked right up to the edge of it. He also was uh, disciplined for uh, groping an Uber driver, grabbing this woman driving an Uber, grabbing her thigh while sitting in the front seat and getting a ride. And, of course, he thought that free crab legs at the grocery store because he's wonderful Jameis Winston made a lot of sense. And then there's the weird shit about, we're going to eat a W today, blah, 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 blah. I always thought of Jameis as just sort of like an amiable knucklehead. I have to start to downgrade that opinion. It's worse than that. This guy is too dumb to employ. If another team, if the Saints keep him, and or if another team decides to make him their quarterback, guess what? You're going to get what you get. It was a team decision. The fuck are you talking about? The coach runs the team. When the coach says take a knee, you take a knee. You don't vote on it. You don't say, oh, man, we were so close. You don't try to go, well, you know, we picked it off and ran it to the one. What if he went in? Would that be disrespectful? It doesn't matter. When the coach says something, you do it. And especially if you're the quarterback. It would have been your job to quell people in the huddle going, oh, come on, Jameis, let's just run a play anyway. That's when Jameis should be like, no, coach said take a knee, fall in line. But something tells me somebody will indeed give him a job next year. How good are people on on the PGA Tour? How good are golfers on the PGA Tour? They're so good, it's hard to even 
describe sometimes. And it's not just the stars that the casual fan knows about. The Rorys and the John Roms and the Kepkas and the uh, DeChambos and et cetera. I should probably include Scheffler in there, the world's number one. But it's also guys that you might not have heard about. Chris Kirk, who won this week's Century World, Century World, the Century Tournament of Champions, the opening week event on the PGA Tour. It's only champions from the previous year. You have to have won a tour event to get in. So it's a short field, but it's a good field, great field. Only winners, please. Chris Kirk won it. And you know what Chris Kirk, who you're saying, what? Do I even know this guy? Could I pick him out of Duke Ellington's band if he was holding the biggest saxophone in the group? No, you probably couldn't. Chris Kirk spent the last month in the winter because he was bored playing golf left-handed. Why? He was curious if he could break 80 lefty. So that's all he did for a month. And then when he was done with that, he goes, all right, time to go make money on the regular tour. Let me pick up my right-handed set of clubs. And, oh, look at that. I'm still great. And wins week one on the PGA Tour. Draymond Green was almost talked, was had to be talked out of retirement according to himself on his own podcast by Commissioner Adam Silver. He's about to make his return after a 12-game suspension for just being a general jagbag, a dirty player who doesn't seem to follow the rules. Said Draymond on his show, I told him, Adam, this is too much for me. It's all becoming too much for me, and I'm going to retire. What the fuck? This used to be a league of men. Go back and look at some highlights and look at the team photos of the NBA in the early 80s. And even though the players are the same age chronologically as today's players, listen to them talk in interviews, watch how they play the game, and just look at their faces. Those were fucking men right there because they weren't making so much money that they could entertain walking away from it. And they weren't babies caught up in their feelings. And they didn't have podcasts either. They played basketball. And they knew not to be jagbags for the most part. Bill Lamebeer, Dennis Rodman excluded. I had to be talked out of retirement by the commissioner. Fuck it. Adam Silver should have talked him into retiring. He should have begged him to retire. To say, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. Because this league doesn't need you. It doesn't. There's other guys who are also good bouncy ball players talked out of retirement. Hey, how much would you spend to sit on a couch and watch football on TV? Can I interest you in $5,000? You get $1,000 of free food and beverage. But I can't eat that much or drink. That doesn't matter. Comes free. Free. $1,000 free food. The Fountain Blue, which is struggling after its high splash debut on the north end of the Strip in Vegas, a place that one account said... The north side, the north end of the Strip, is a place famously famous for bad real estate wagers in Vegas history. The Fountain Blue, which is struggling, has already laid off at least one or, or fired one of the two of their top executives. Had this anecdote shake out over the weekend. Uh, this is from, I forget what reporter had this. Quote, I walked over to the tavern. The Fountain Blues sports book wedged into an upscale bar and restaurant. I tried to reserve a table to watch NFL games on Sunday and was told it would be $5,000 with a $1,000 food and beverage minimum for a table for four on Sunday. If I wanted a couch, it would be ten grand with 2000 in food and beverage minimum. I waited for the hostess to laugh and then let me in on the joke as I looked around at the mostly empty sports book, but apparently she was serious. Yeah. I'm going to pass on that one. Need a good account to follow or two when it comes to social media? I'll give you a dumb one, and I'll give you one that may either resonate with you or anger you, depending on how you view it. 
the dumbest one, and it's got 1.3 million followers, and it doesn't tweet anything but one simple stupid graphic periodically is a account on Twitter called Progress Bar 2024. Progress Bar 2024. What is it? Whenever another percentage of the year is completed, they put a picture of what looks like a computer download bar, progress, and they'll tell you, 2024 is now 2% complete. And a tiny little, you can see the bar. <laughs> it's so dumb. How do they have 1.3 million followers? Why do I need to know if 2024 is only 2% downloaded after one week? <laughs> Dumbest thing ever, but I don't know. 1.3 million followers. Then on TikTok, if you don't mind the Chinese snooping and scraping your data, there's an account called Ho Math. I might have told you about this before. H-O-E underscore math. This guy's got about a half a million followers. And he is a young man, not married, kind of single, talks about his own dating history and challenges. And has now developed a very complex, but I think has a lot of interesting and probably on point observations about the modern dating scene and the way that women are being tricked. Some women, not all, but some women on social media are being tricked by the algorithm, tricked by the dating apps into thinking in self-destructive ways about potential relationships with men. Here's home math on how sex and the city ruined a generation of women. But there's a line in here I want to repeat at the end, which I just can't get out of my head. Sex and the city ruined a generation of women, and I'm going to show you how. Listen to that sexy, triumphant flamenco music as she walks away. And then she says this. Easy, girl, easy. Then I had a thought. Maybe I didn't break big. Maybe the problem was he couldn't break me. Maybe some women aren't meant to be tamed. Maybe they need to run free until they find someone just as wild to run with. So in other words, why didn't you pick me? Because you're a bitch. Yeah, I need a double alpha who can handle me at my worst. I'm like a wild horse. You live in New York City. It's a money prison for soft-handed debt slaves. In that scene, Carrie's on a shopping spree at Delululemon. She scared this guy off, but she thinks she's a catch. But some fans of the show identify with Carrie in the first person. I'm a wild horse. I can't be tamed. Don't believe me? Read the comments. Here's one. Here's one. <laughs> here's another. I think he's got a point on that. Of course, Sex and the City was just a TV show, but it was hugely influential in the 90s and I think the early 2000s. But I love the line from him about New York City. It's a money prison for soft-handed debt slaves. Wow. That got me to thinking. Many people love New York City and love living there and put up with all that comes with the city. But a lot of people probably don't even think, I don't have to live here. I could be anywhere else. I could do anything else. The whole soft-handed debt slaves is funny. We should all strive to be able to do something with our hands just in case we need a backup plan, right? Maybe learn to do some basic woodworking or dig a fence post or perhaps paint. You can always do that with your hands in case it all else goes sideways, but I just thought that line was funny. And then one more account to follow, or a type of account to follow. I don't have the actual account itself, but it popped up. I'm a sucker for a good cleaning video account or anything time lapsey. I just, there's something about it that really tickles my brain in a good way as a mindless thing to look at when I'm waiting for a doctor's appointment or who knows what. But there is now a 
hot tub cleaning account. Don't laugh at me, please. Don't judge, please. A hot tub cleaning account that I follow and I cannot stop watching the guy's videos. He cleans all kinds of hot tubs. They're nasty. They've got murky water. They got mildew on the sides. He's got all the tools. That's the thing. He's got the pressure washer. He's got the different nozzles. He's got the rotating scrub brushes. He's got the special solutions with just enough, you know, hydrogen peroxide to get the toughest stains off. And he's very methodical in how he does it. He takes a really nasty, shitty hot tub that some owner has that didn't take care of and then just threw him who knows how much money, a couple hundred bucks at least. And he gives him back a brand new hot tub. That looks beautiful. That looks like I'd want to jump in it. Splash around in the winter. The stupid stuff we follow sometimes. That'll be it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Rate and review. Tickle my algorithmic algorithmic overlords. And tell a friend or two and subscribe if you don't mind forking over five bucks a month. Go to zabe.com slash premium and learn how you can be a Friday guy as well. And if you have any problems, any tech support needed with downloading or access the premium premium podcast, send it to me at zabe at yahoo.com. Scott and Solly live on Fridays. The old gang is back together and we do, well, I think we have a great lot of fun on Fridays. Truth be told, not to humble brag, but there you go. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday. Enjoy the game. A great Tuesday, I should say. Hope you enjoyed the game, and we will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny-come-latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know, in a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.